Welcome everybody to the Indie Pod Podcast. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and I'm hoping that I didn't just wake up my daughter in the other room. Uh, <laughs> this week, I have a great guest who uh, made her her MapCon speaking debut at the last con- uh, MapCon, MapCon 5. Before I get to introduce our guest and we talk about Pod. Podtivism. That's what I was, I was looking for. Uh, activism, podcasting with activism. It's it's going to be great. And get your questions answered uh, by our guest and myself. Uh, I have a few announcements to make. Uh, first off, if you're watching this live, thank you for taking the time. I know we're a little late here on Wednesday night uh, recording this live on Facebook Live. Uh, pop in the chat where you're listening from if you're listening live. Uh, let's see, we have uh, the indie pod pod, uh, the indie pod conference, uh, taking place in Philadelphia, South Swedesboro, New Jersey, September 26th or 24th to the 26th, 2020. It's not too early to get your ticket, you can get it. Uh, right now, save 10% off if you go to IndiePodCon.com slash register. We use IPP as your promo code. That's promo code IPP. Get 10% off. You can also use that same promo code IPP at our podcaster merch store. Go to IndiePodCon.com slash shop to save 10% off. There's like stickers and uh, hats and shirts. And there's going to be more things. I just haven't had time. It's been a little little backed up and busy here uh and if you would like to be a guest on the indie pod podcast go to indiepodcon.com slash guest to secure your spot i think there's like two spots left in may at this point um but now as we're getting closer to 2020 i will be opening up another round of uh of spots for for people to sign up and be a guest uh, and real quick shout out, if you haven't checked it out, go to IndiePodCon.com slash SAP. If you want to learn how to start your podcast, uh, it's a, it's the brand new ultimate guide. It's ridiculous. I forget how many words it is at this point, but it's a lot, a lot of words. It's a lot, a lot of YouTube videos, and it's a lot of knowledge. And even if you already have a podcast, there's some pretty in-depth things, uh, topics written about in there. Um, so go check it out. And one last thing, uh, I'm, I'll talk a little more about this, but our first ever indie pod, um, weight loss, uh, game, uh, through diet pet just wrapped, just wrapped up. And, uh, apparently there was a winner. I, I thought I was going to be able to, to pull it off. Uh, I thought I was going to be able to lose 4% of my, uh, body weight, uh, in four weeks. And unfortunately due to, um, my son going in the hospital, uh, twice, uh, one of them being overnight, me getting sick and, uh, and Thanksgiving <laughs> being all in that, all in that short period of time of four weeks, uh, I was not able to, to meet that goal, but that doesn't mean that I'm giving up. Um, that just means I'm moving the marker to January 2nd. So while the link is IndiePod.com slash loser, it doesn't currently work for the new next game for you to buy in. Um, so just be on the lookout. I'll probably get that. I was trying to get it done before we got on the call here, uh, but I would stay on the lookout for that. 
uh for uh by next week I'll, I'll be making some posts in in the group trying to get people recruited it's january 2nd do all your partying all your eating all your you know whatever you do during the holiday season and uh and then we'll see you on the other side in january to uh to lose four percent of your body weight in uh in four weeks uh, I did. I did lose five pounds, so I, I it was not all for naught, but um, but it wasn't. It, it just wasn't enough uh, for me, unfortunately. Uh, and shout out to Lou, who says good evening, Joe, and good evening to my guest on my left over here. You're right. Anyway, my guest today, uh, my guest co-host is a uh, podivist. Podtivist. Podtivist. I forget the t t the podtivist. Podtivist. Okay. Podtivist. And uh, she found out about MapCon just like a couple weeks prior to MapCon happening, uh, and and made it uh, made it happen and and got here. Everybody, give it up for Heather Warburton. Woo! Hey, everybody. I'm glad to be here tonight. Thanks for having me, Joe. You are so very welcome. I am very happy to have you. Please fill people in what makes you awesome. Oh, I guess there's a lot of things that make me awesome. But really, <laughs> uh, my podcast and what I try to do is I've been an activist for years now, like, you know, trying to change the world. I make no like I don't lie about it. I'm very upfront that I try to be convincing everyone else to become an activist, too. I one of those if I can do it, anyone can do it sort of thing. And through being an activist, I realized I was not getting any media coverage. You know, we would be doing these really awesome, amazing actions and no one was covering us because we didn't really fit the traditional narrative of, you know, we're out there being having an anti-capitalist and or a socialist message trying to, like, make workers rights better and this is just not that that doesn't sell advertising a lot so that we kind of decided that we were going to just cover ourselves and all of our friends too was why me and my business partner we started our network new jersey revolution radio and out of that i started my podcast wine women in revolution which is kind of like a women's take on the revolution. <laughs> and it's really been amazing, the guests that we've been able to get on the show and just really spreading, kind of creating our own kind of counterculture, you might say, is one of our goals of, you know, they're not going to cover us, but we're going to show up and we're going to cover all these amazing actions. We go out to, we live stream from events. So it's a lot of fun and we really get to interact with the community a lot. Uh, I, I, no, I love that. I, I mean, that, that's really the heart and soul of podcasting is, is that, you know, and, and Todd talked a great deal about this during his talk at, at MapCon 5 and about how, you know, our, nobody are, owns RSS feeds or there are real no, there are no real gatekeepers per se. Um, and so there's no like YouTube. I mean, yeah, there's Apple and that's like the most popular way to get the, you know, the feed in, in a lot of ways, but it's not the only way they don't control. If your audience is serious about it, they can get, you know, they can make it happen. They can get it. Um, yeah, it's one of the last independent media outlet, like really out there that it really is very free and open that you can pretty much put out whatever message it is that you think will have an audience. Yeah. 
No, I, I, absolutely, and and uh, and I, it's in the same vein as like blogging, right? Because it, there's no gatekeeper there per se. You can get hosting. You can host your own. Like you don't even need to. You know, you can have your own server at your house and run your blog. And um, technically, nobody could come and take it away from you. I mean, your domain name could get you know shut down uh per se but you know even then there's people could find out about you know put out your ip address and like have people go straight there and then then of course you're you're you know i guess comcast in some cases or whatever your isp could be a problem but there's always another way you can encrypt it you could go to the dark web there are so many ways to do it um <laughs> thankfully we don't have to go quite that far you know no, not, just not yet at least lives, so. <laughs> Um, so, so let's, let's, uh, let's talk about, you know, when, when you're, when you're doing stuff at like activist events, like, uh, so you're podcasting live at, at events, uh, like yeah, we pre-record, I pre-record a show that I put out every two weeks, but, and my business partner does a live show every Wednesday night. So he's actually on opposite me right now um, <laughs> on our network, but we also go out to activist events. Like yesterday I was out at a, uh, they were trying to, it was an immigrants' rights uh, rally, trying to get driver's licenses for undocumented immigrants here in the mm. state of New Jersey. So I was live streaming. They had all their speakers, you know, standing out in like the pouring rain, <laughs> live streaming. And it really provided a service for them because they didn't get, they got a couple of local media outlets there, but there was no continuous live stream from start to finish. So they're able to share that around. Like, here's all the great speakers we had. Here's our message. At one point in time, the police showed up. So my oh. live stream was actually providing a layer of protection for these mm. activists because anything that happened, it was, you know, I was very vocal, like, oh, we're live streaming this. <laughs> you know, the cops knew it, all the people there knew it. And it provided, you know, make sure that all the interactions were well publicized. And it ended up, mm. you know, the cops were like, okay, you guys are dispersing anyway. And they just left. So it was sort of a non-issue. Hmm. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, I I think it's it's very. How how do you go about deciding what kind of events to attend and cover? Like what? Like how do you figure out where the line is to draw? Well, I mean, like I said, I'm an anti-capitalist activist. I fight for social justice, for immigrant rights, for racial justice. So anything in those sort of lines, you know, and we have a lot of allied organizations, organizations that have similar, similar philosophies to us. And, you know, pretty much we basically just my business partner and I make the final decision, you know, we are in charge of what goes on to our network, but we're pretty much, I think everybody kind of knows whether they align with us or not. If you've watched a couple of shows or listened to anything that we do, we aren't, you know, like I said, we're not secretive about what our goals are. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, I mean, you're talking about it right now. And, and I, I, I mean, I think it's, it's pretty obvious that, you know, uh, I'm a leftist. You know, yeah, <laughs> no, well, clearly, and I, I mean everybody's entitled to their opinion. That's the great thing about America. So, um, so yeah, it, it's. I mean, this isn't about political. You know, this this mm -hmm. specific show isn't about <laughs> politics, but it is about the the message and about how to get that message out. Because you know, just um, just like you're saying that, like you weren't getting the coverage about the things that you felt were important. You know, there's people on the right that, you know, conservatives that have been taken off YouTube. I mean, well, I, I, I would, for some of them, I would say conservatives because some of them are really like wing nuts. But, uh, you know, I think, 
it, it's important that to note that like hey as as podcasters as as people who want to get a message out depend you know regardless of what that message is um i think it's important that we can all come together under the the, the fact that we have the freedom to be able to publish and be heard um kind of like in the same vein as like twitter being the wild wild west for like uh say like egypt when that was like going all topsy-turvy and and other countries that are ha- you know in turmoil they have uh that outlet to to rally and connect and and podcasting is that way for you to be like hey this is my you know it's my voice it's another way of getting the medium out and hearing people's voices and that's i mean that's powerful like that Oh, yeah. It's so important to have something like that that you can use. And it's an organizing tool as well. You know, you go on every week and you're like, okay, we're having this event, you know, come out if this is something you're interested in or that you support. And that really helps spread that message around more so than maybe just if you were posting something on, you know, Facebook or Twitter, having like videos that people can interact with and really interacting with you and knowing kind of who you are and what you stand for. And podcasting gives you that great sort of dialogue that you may not have just posting on, you know, a couple of paragraphs on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, it also, it puts a, it's a, puts a voice to the the mission, right. Whatever that mission is or whatever you're trying to, to accomplish, which, you know, people it's eyes, ears, nose, mouth, like the, like the five senses, you know, if you're tackling at least one of them, um, it, it's so much more impactful than just like reading the words. Um, so I, how, how do you go about making, I mean, you, you say business partners. So like, how do you go about making activism into a bit like into a business? <laughs> well, we're not super financially successful, you know, well, that, readily, I mean, look, you know, but we ask for donations. We tell people, <laughs> we tell people that we are here to try to be a voice for the activist community and if that's something you find valuable, then, you know, help us chip in a couple of bucks a month because, you know, costs for hosting and everything that we do, getting out to events does cost us money. So rather than it coming out of our pockets, we ask people to chip in a few dollars and we have side hustles for our side hustles. You know, that's kind of the economy that we're in. Uh, we make contacts with people. We do web design on the side. Um, we do graphic art. I'm also a photographer is my day job as well. <laughs> and uh, my business partner came out of union organizing. Um, so that's sort of his, he does organizing, he does events. So yeah, your side hustle for your side hustle for your side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, um, uh, has, so t- tell me, is there like a, a story that you have from, you know, because of podcasting, we were able to help accomplish, or we were a part of accomplishing or, or something to that effect? Well, you don't get a whole lot of successes on the left, but we've actually been fairly successful with a few actions that we have taken off the mantle of doing. We fought against water privatization in a local community. Um, You know, a large water company wanted to come in and take over the water resource, and we managed to fight that off. We uh, managed to get a, the local freehold in New Jersey, if you're not from New Jersey, kind of your county committee is called the freeholders. And it's really just your county committee and they pass countywide regulations. We managed to organize around that and prevent them some, from passing what was a fairly racist le- uh, legislation. We, uh, you know, we show up and we live stream and they actually pulled that legislation 
because we had a large enough group of people there and from the immigrant community. So we do have a couple of good successes that we've had. Um, we managed to get a, there was a pretty unpleasant rally that was being a uh, conference that was being held locally. And we created enough of a stir around that, that mm. the theater that was hosting them um, pulled their, they didn't allow them to have that conference there. And mm. there were some pretty nasty people there, like people that were, pedophilia advocates like it was oh it was gross i didn't it i was, didn't th i didn't think you were going there i just assumed you were going to talk about somebody that was like on the right or something but that's yeah i think we yeah think, I think it, these were some degree. pretty universally detestable people yeah yeah wow um i mean there were there were also like some far right you know that but some of these people were really just gross people that you would not want to come into your community why would they want to be associated with those types of people i don't um mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm not even gonna it's not a good <laughs> it's not a happy topic no. <laughs> um yeah so we've had some successes we've actually been fairly happy with some of the successes we've managed to have and we know we're not the most powerful yet, but every every we're always building and building and building, and that's kind of the goal. We've only been around maybe about a year and a half so far, and I think we're up to like over like sixteen hundred followers now. Like oh, it's wow. building, you know. There's people want a different opinion and differing voices outside of just what you get from that very sanitized mainstream centrist people have passions and opinions and they like to hear about other people with passions and opinions. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now ambition, the poet, what's up ambition. Good, <laughs> good to hear from me. said, uh, Hey Heather, she was so nice to me on her podcast. Great guest. Uh, ambition was great yeah he's probably going to be coming up you. on my show around christmas is probably when the episode with ambition is going to come up on my show that is awesome I, I will definitely have to make it a point to get to listen to that um and so if you have a question oh see like this new this new ticker is a thing that like right as i logged in to, to stream yard they were like oh yeah look we have tickers now so i can i can stream or i can tick a question you know Thing across yeah, that's the very cool. I'm gonna have while to still prompting this. Yeah, this is it. It is it is very powerful. Hey, man. Uh, so, so when it comes to um, when it when it comes to how you stream lot, like you stream live, are you just using your your phone, or do you got like a rig, or what do you what are you using? Well, when we're out at events, it's just your phone with a microphone on top of it on a tripod somewhere. Um, that's usually if I'm if I'm hosting events, that's what we use. Um, now there have been if we're doing something we've really planned out, something that we are specifically organizing, we it's fairly complicated. But my business partner does this all the time. That he uses um, some kind of software that goes on your computer like we use zoom to do the patching people in and then something oh, okay. else that sends it out like some sort of P i think it's pdx or something like that that sends it out to all the different facebook or youtube all those so it's a big software web that i don't really get into i like to just record <laughs> my shows you know and then take the time and edit them and not really do the whole live thing for my specific shows and then the stuff in the field is just a phone <laughs> 
keep it pure and simple. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, because obviously I wouldn't necessarily want to be taking out like thousands of dollars of equipment to like things where it might be raining. Uh, there might mm -hmm. be a riot. <laughs> there might be, you know, things can happen very rapidly. And then you realize, then you're like the the person sitting there with the. Th I mean, I I've been there with DJ, right? Like, you know, you get done the party and like a fight breaks out, and you're like, nobody else has a horse in this race but me, and I'm the guy with like five thousand dollars worth of equipment and records, and I need to just get out of here. <laughs> like, but I can't because things are heavy, right? And and yeah, I have a great story about that, but you know it's it, it is it makes a lot of sense to go as light as possible um and and just be able to to you know grab and go and and some you know get the heck out of there when 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 things right. go sideways. there might be a march like if somebody's marching somewhere you don't want to carry really heavy stuff with you and like you said things are dynamic in these you know rallies and protests like something may be happening over here and then we gotta run like a block away and do something over here or oh well this is happening over there like it's very you've got to keep it light and dynamic when you're really yeah. deep into the activism uh world <laughs> Are you are you turning those live streams into into podcast episodes or or at least clipping them like pieces of them I guess? Yeah, I I do the stuff that I live stream. I always turn it into a podcast or at least a post on our page and I'll embed the videos and like write up an article about it. My business partner doesn't always do that with his. It, it depends on what the, you know, live stream or the feed is about. Mm. And so when you're um when you're huh, what was I gonna say the uh is it um do you, so so when you when you're getting involved uh have you had any pushback from the people that you're trying to help by giving like give exposure to like they don't want exposure yeah like I, it's just kind of a I know it's kind of an odd question like an odd thing right because like you're protesting so like you're putting yourself up like you're putting yourself out there right you're getting up on the soapbox like you're making yourself visible but have you had any pushback at all no because generally we don't just surprise people um usually it's people that we show up they want us there you know we don't really mm. necessarily kind of show up and like kamikaze it like we definitely work with the organizations i'm not one of those impartial media people <laughs> like just the thing i was at yesterday they're handing out buttons for people to wear and the guy comes over and i was standing next to another somebody from like the local press that was a photographer and the guy's like do, him do you want a button he's like no no he's like, to be do you want a button i'm like yeah i want a button <laughs> <laughs> like they know that I'm friendly <laughs> towards them. I don't go and cover stuff that I'm opposed. I don't give my airtime to things that I don't believe in. You know, mm. it's my airtime. I want to highlight and be positive and look at this awesome person doing this awesome thing kind of is where I come mm. from it. So they know I'm not coming in there to be contrary to them. I'm coming in there as supportive and they generally are really ap appreciate that we're there. So yeah, so that makes sense, right? Like you're not trying to be the um the opposite talking head of the you know opposite side of the aisle that you know you sit from. So, and that, and I I think that um no I I think that that probably helps you a lot in the sense that like people aren't going to necessarily um 
try to combat you in in that sense in that you know right. uh in a debating kind of way or or like because you're not you're not coming at it from that place of like how do i get more airtime well i i just got to go harder on on how i feel and and put you down for the way that you feel and and i mean that that i mean to me that doesn't yeah that's a very, very confrontational style that isn't really what i go in for cuz i really just want to highlight all the awesome stuff i know a lot of let's say i know a lot of really amazing people i get to interact with really cool really great really passionate people and if i get to help highlight their story and bring it to more people then that's like a job well done for me i want to really share look at all these great people doing great stuff <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I know the feeling. I mean, starting the Dreamers podcast was all about highlighting other people doing awesome, more awesome things than I was. So it makes a lot of sense to to try and and you know put yourself out there in that positive light rather than uh, you know how can I give the hot take <laughs> that that's just right. gonna make, you know get under people's skin there's enough people doing that too the world doesn't need me doing that you know <laughs> well especially if that's not what's in your heart right like that's you know because i mean that's a quick way to burn out in in yeah. what you do is doing stuff doing stuff is like yeah i love podcasting but like i don't love the fact that i have to um act in a way or or talk in a way or or be a way that i i don't really agree with you know it brings to mind um like jerry springer talks about like the fact that like he the life that he lives on the tv show is literally just the tv show his life is so much not that show at all it's quite boring and quite like the opposite <laughs> just you know um it was, it was, he shared a, a story on uh, WIP talking about like how he he's like oh I, you know I, I hate walking through the airport because like everyone sits there and chants Jerry Jerry <laughs> and it's like only ten seconds but like everybody's doing it so I'm hearing it all the way through the, the darn <laughs> airport you know I can't get away from it but um you know it, it, you just you when you you live a you know it's hard sometimes to to live that life of uh something that you that isn't really inside of you uh to, you know and you want the the positive I mean, especially when you want the positive to come out of it um yeah i have no persona i am not a polished you know professional in any way shape or form <laughs> i'm just me and this is stuff i'm really passionate about and i just hope people get that passion then really like caring about the world and wanting to help make it a better place um that's what i want people to hear when they talk to me because that's who i am in real life so uh, well, that's all, and I think it came across to me when you know when we got to talk at at MapCon a little bit, and um, hearing your talk and and getting to to know more about you. I, I I'm glad that you know there's people out there that are passionate enough to to stand up and go and do something about the things that they're passionate about, rather than just sitting around at their day job complaining about <laughs> about <laughs> other people complaining about things. It's uh it's like a feedback loop, in my opinion uh lou said lou hastings what's up lou it says heather activism is not for the faint-hearted uh were you ever covering an event that put you in an uncomfortable or dicey situation if you can share um well back to that con convention that we were talking about earlier where they pulled the theater pulled um holding that conference but mm -hmm. there was a local brew pub that still hosted their after party 
Um, and now there were legitimate, like, I mean, I guess I'll be nice and call them alt-right instead of calling them Nazis, but there were legitimate, like, scary, like, Proud Boys and some of those organizations that you've heard of that are causing physical harm to people. They're not just intimidating, but they're actually going out there and, like, physically beating people up and injuring people and we knew they were going to be at this bar yet we were still across like this there were cops that's kind of separated the area so we were on one side of the road and the people at this bar they're drinking you know because <laughs> what's worse better than a nazi is a drunk nazi <laughs> well it's a bar too <laughs> and it was an open bar party that they paid money oh. to go and drink all that they could drink and we're sitting across like the street from them on this bench like live streaming with you know a whole bunch of community members but no one's like a professional fighter or anything and we're all just like well what's gonna happen here so it was it was scary like some people their wives were upset that they were out there like oh you're gonna get killed tonight you're gonna get killed i mean ultimately nothing did happen we were very lucky um that while we were all there nothing came of it that they didn't really come over they came over to like hassle us vocally but no one came over physically to attack us but hmm. we didn't know what was going to happen that night and you know we had the live streams going as protection yet again that oh well, if somebody gets injured it's you know whoever did it it's going to be publicized it's on the internet it's it's pretty much <laughs> forever at that point right. you know it's not just local on the phone it's it's forever uh, yeah. on the so, internet. I mean, there were some scared people, some people that did not, you know, were not comfortable being there, but they showed up anyway. That's the important thing. They mm. showed up to protect their community. You know, I, uh, man, it, I, I, yeah, Lou says that's, that is scary. Yeah. I, it, yeah, it's like a powder keg, you know, it's just waiting for, for somebody to do the wrong thing, uh, and then spark other people to, to do the wrong thing. And, Next thing you know, they're standing around with their tiki torches, and <laughs> that's a joke. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, uh, I am, I'm glad that nothing terrible happened there, or or continues to not, uh, you know, not happen on you. Not knock on <laughs> IKEA, <Yeah. laughs> IKEA wood, whatever kind of cardboard. Well, thing. I do so part of it is how I come at it. You know, like I'm not coming at it looking to debate you or have like an altercation with you. You know, I'm there. drunk. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> and, you know, we we knew kind of what we were getting into. There was a lot of planning that went to. We didn't just show up randomly. We had planned for, you know, weeks ahead of time. Like, okay, what's our plan? If something does go bad, what's our plan? So I think there's a lot of, you know, the back end of stuff that has to be done to make sure you're, everyone's safe. But it doesn't yeah. make it unscary. You just, you know, you plan for as much as you can and then hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't, you know, I, it does take, uh, it does take a lot of courage, especially, I mean, as, as journalists and stuff go into, you know, put themselves in harm's way, dangerous situations, uh, both abroad and, and domestic. Like, it, it takes a, a special kind of person to really care about what they're trying to produce uh, to, to be like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I, I know that, you know, this might not uh, go the way that we all would like it to go, but we're going to do it anyway. Cause it needs to be shown or it needs to be, um, you know, 
well shown is i was about to say another word for cinnamon for shown but uh synonym for for sure not cinnamon uh <laughs> first i'm very tired at this point uh you know for to, to put to put it out all right i'm gonna stop talking anyway <laughs> no, uh, i think for me it, felt kind of, it feels kind of not, like going in there with the camera is you know i'd already been doing this stuff for years before i started going in there and broadcasting it so broadcasting it was kind of almost a logical extension of what i was already doing it wasn't something i didn't set out i'm you know doing something alien to myself just to broadcast it like i was already there doing this stuff mm. you know? Oh, so you've been, you've been, uh, how long have you been an activist to be before starting the podcast? Well, I mean, I guess I've always been one of those very political people. Like I organized protests back when I was in high school, you know, <laughs> like our principal was getting fired and we organized a protest outside the school board. <laughs> really? Yeah. And, you know, high school was a long time ago, <laughs> so, you know, so I've always been one of those political people. But, you know, I guess like being heavily into activism and direct actions and things like that, it's probably maybe like going on five years now. Oh, that's awesome. Whereas, you know, we've only had the media company about a year and a half. Hmm. Well, what, what was the spark for it? For getting into activism? Uh, no, for getting the into company? the media company around oh, well it. this is a funny story <laughs> this one's really funny my business partner is also one of my best friends in the world he's a really great guy and he started just like his therapist had said record yourself ranting about things that annoy you uh, <laughs> and so he decided he was going to record himself ranting and start publishing them that which was not going above and beyond what his therapist had said so he was recording himself ranting on the way to work like 10 15 minutes about oh this is what's annoying me today <laughs> and like i really saw something in there i'm like you know i think that there's a future in doing this here and i'm gonna get involved in this <laughs> <laughs> whether you kind of you want me or not he's like no no of course i want you so it kind of just grew out of that of like well i can record myself ranting about things that annoy me but then right off the bat i just started in with interviewing people that i liked instead of ranting about things that annoy me letting other people rant about things that annoy them and me agreeing with them. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of what sparked it was you know he was just girl i'm stuck in traffic or whatever he was complaining <laughs> about at the time and kind of it grew into this whole network of activist coverage hmm so uh oh wasn't oh so lou asks uh how far do you travel to cover attend events uh i generally do stuff in new jersey i mean i would probably go to philly because that's pretty close to me and we actually attended philly uh podcast festival mm -hmm. we did a live show there so you know probably without like around a two hour radius of where I live in South Jersey. And then my business partner and some of our other uh, live streamers go up into New York all the time. They work with Extinction Rebellion. Um, so they're up there covering protests. Say, there. Extinction Rebellion? Extinction Rebellion, yeah. What is, what, what <laughs> it's is, an environmental what is... organization. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking along that line, but I didn't know if we were talking about animals or like... <laughs> No, no trying us. to prevent human, <laughs> human. extinction because yeah. of catastrophic climate change. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they covered like um, some of those activists shut down a bridge um, hmm. or shut down like a street. So they went and covered that, you know, that hmm. uh, 
So we have some pretty awesome people that live stream for us. The farthest we had people go to DC, um, you know, they were going to DC anyway. And we're like, well, can you live stream for us while you were there? Because um, they were people that were occupying the Venezuelan embassy to protect it from, um, to get, not to get into too much politics, but right, you know, right. <laughs> they were, they were um, Code Pink and a couple of other organizations were occupying the Venezuelan embassy to protect it. So we had a person that went there to support them and they live streamed while they were there. Hmm. I don't. I don't know anything. I don't know anything <laughs> about that. Um, well, you have clearly not been listening to all of our episodes. I, <laughs> Go back I, well, about six so months. Ad, <laughs> so, admittedly, I really don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> Uh, I, I could go all down that rabbit hole, but yeah, I, I, and most, most people, I mean, I, obviously you don't know that, but, uh, a lot of people know that I don't, um, I try not to consume much content cause I, I like to create content, uh, that's more of my, like my voice and not mm -hmm. injecting other people's like, you know, thoughts and views and, and creativity and like stuff like that into it. Um, which is a bit, you know, uh, it does kind of stink, but it also stinks because, like, I don't necessarily, I don't really have the time right now to listen to, uh, to audio because, like, my car ride is like on less than fifteen minutes, so each way. So, like, for me to start and then stop and then start and then stop and then start and stop and then there's no way with two little like a one and three year old here, there's like no way to listen to anything <laughs> while they're awake. <laughs> it's so yeah, so it's it's um, and I can't run with uh with podcasts going on in my ears it'd be way it, i wouldn't be able to it would be too boring for me gotta listen to music but um <laughs> but yeah so i i just i so i apologize if you if you thought that i i do but it's not you it's me i just, just don't listen to a lot um actually pretty much any podcast unfortunately um but let's see here what the uh, lou says are most events scheduled out giving you a decent amount of lead time to prepare? Or do you find your company scrambling to cover and attend a lot of impromptu gatherings? Yes and yes to both of us. <laughs> um, there are things that we know about like weeks in advance. So we're, we can never get to as many things as we want to get to because we are limited. You know, there's my business partner and myself, and then we have some comrades that go out and do live streams for us. But even that's maybe like three, four other people in addition to us. We can't get to everything we want. And we do have to pick and choose here and there. But some people give us weeks worth of notice, but then also things happen sometimes things develop really quickly and if one of us is available we do try to scramble to get out to something we don't get out to everything we want to though mm. yeah i mean i guess it just depends on what the situation is and how dire how quick things need to to you know rally uh rally around sometimes you have i guess a couple weeks and sometimes you have like probably th two days notice Right. And when we host events ourselves, like I've been working on an event that's coming up at the end of January. I've been planning that since back in November. So I know I gave myself a lot of lead up time for that. You know, like, oh, okay, I can take the slow and leisurely and really plan it out just the way I want it. Um, but other things, you know, like, oh, this just happened. We're bombing this country now and people are rallying against it. That that stuff happens quick. Yeah. Yeah, no, I and yeah, it, it does it does happen quick. 
Um, so I, I have uh, got a couple plugs I need to to do here, and then uh, we'll get back to some questions. Uh, if there's any other questions anybody has, pop them in the chat while you're while you're watching. Um, we are currently looking for some sponsors. I actually had a call earlier tonight uh, with a potential sponsor, big time sponsor. Hopefully, uh, they I think they liked what they heard, and uh, hopefully they'll they'll sign on uh, to be a partner. But we we are looking for partners. If you uh, would like to partner up and and sponsor an episode of the show or sponsor uh, the conference uh, or anything in between, there's <laughs> we're we're very much open. Uh, to making that happen, just go to indiepodcon.com slash partners and you can get yourself uh, like the the media kit and, and learn more about IndiePodcon and the background and, and all the different packages and, and things that we have available for sponsorship. Um, and what else we got here? The did I mention the group earlier that you should totally be joining us in the uh, Facebook group if you haven't already? Join us. Go to indiepodcon.com/slash group. Drops you right into the Facebook group. Just click yourself to add in there, and I will uh, approve you and get you get you on in here in the group. Uh, it's been growing very rapidly. We we crossed seven hundred uh, members last week and continuing to rise uh about one to like three members a day uh give or take so i'm i'm really pumped about the amount of people that are uh passionate about being an independent podcaster and wanting to to get themselves into into a a, a, you know a caring family uh that we have here uh let me see Uh, i do have another uh so oh so i mentioned it i mentioned it earlier um the the weight loss uh the indie podcom weight loss uh game we uh it was four weeks it was ten dollars and we had seven members of the uh, icon family join uh myself included and uh of the of the people that that competed uh we actually have a winner so i i don't know if i'm supposed to say the name or not but i'm going to because i know that he wouldn't mind i assume he wouldn't mind of course you wouldn't mind. Uh, the winner of the the uh, independent podcasters first ever inaugural weight loss game uh, is Clay Groves. Give it up for Clay Groves because that you know he that means he lost four percent of his body weight. Now I don't know what his body weight was because I I don't know if it was uh, public. If it was public. But I'm not gonna say it, uh, just for the sake of of being nice. Uh, but yeah, so he he decided you know he decided to to commit and did it through Thanksgiving. <coughs> Sadly, I was not able to to do it, but uh, to do it to that level. But I did I did lose uh, you know five pounds in the process, and we will be doing an, another game starting on uh january 2nd i got to get the link all together but it's going to be at indiepodcon.com slash loser and i think it's going to probably go up to 15 dollars uh and basically you put your 15 dollars in you got four weeks to lose four percent of your body weight uh and then you get the pot like you get a portion of the pot so uh 
So Clay, I'm not sure how much Clay won, but the pot was at $70. So I'm guessing he probably won a good chunk of that $70 since he was the only one to compete uh, to complete his his weight loss challenge, which uh, you know, that's that's phenomenal, man. I, I'm super proud of him. I mean, I'm proud of him regardless, but uh, even more more so uh, that he was able to stay committed uh, through it and and uh, and made it happen. So uh, yeah, so we're that I'm looking forward to that. I'll get the link up. I'll put it in the Facebook group and I'll be promoting it uh, through uh, through leading up to January second. So you get your all your partying and everything in all your you know, all your cookies and your your cakes and your pies and all that. And then uh, we'll, we'll we'll go big on uh, starting January second. Oh man! Okay, so um, I just want to add too that it is a really great group, and I want to thank you for organizing this group. Like aww. when I went to the first uh, Mapcom, that you know, I went to this fast one. I was intimidated because it was my first podcast conference at all. Like I had no idea what to expect, and you've really put together a great group. And you know, I just wanted to thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much, Heather. I, I really I appreciate you you coming, you know, making the decision to come and um being a part and, and getting involved and wanting I mean getting involved. Of course you're gonna get involved because that's what <laughs> activists do. Uh you know, and, and getting involved be with the group with the group, the the conference, being here tonight. Uh, it's, it's greatly appreciated and it's, it's people, it's people like you who, who make it worth me going through all the, you know, all the, all the hurdles to make all this happen. And, uh, so I, I, I really, really appreciate that. And I, and I'm happy to, to be able to bring people to get like, um, uh, you know, I'm happy to bring people together in a way that, um, Look, we, you know, in the Icon family, we have people who are on the left and we have people that are on the right. And it, it so far, fingers crossed, <laughs> it will continue to not be a problem because I, I feel that, you know, I try to put bring a, a nice uh, middle ground together based around content creation, based around creativity, community building, talking about the things that you care about. Uh, I, you know, communication is the first and and it's the, the best line of defense that we have to uh you know violence basically <laughs> <laughs> you know things turning into a it doesn't have to be just violent in in a physical way but it, you know in a verbal way you know um a strong advocate for people to just talk i mean that's the whole podcasting thing talk right <laughs> Uh, and, and I just want, you know, people to, to feel like they have a, a I don't want to say a safe space cause that's not really what I'm trying to create, but, but a place that they can feel comfortable at a comfortable, a comfortable space that they, they can, um, you know, find, find out how to, how to communicate their message better to the people that, that care about their message. Cause not everyone cares about everybody's messages. Right. It's crafting your own message the best that you can. And it may not be the message for everybody. You know, I know there's people that really would not like to hear what I have to say. And that's okay. <laughs> like, you don't have to want to hear. But, you know, I want to make the best message that I can for the people that do want to hear what I have to say. And I've learned <coughs> really a lot from MapCom and from the group and stuff. So <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, I, I, again, I really appreciate that. Uh, Lou adds, Heather, I love the fact that you use citizen journalists for those those events you can't get to 
who are willing to share their content with you. I think it's a great achievement to be able to rally the activist community to share and collaborate. He, uh, he goes on to say, I definitely need to utilize your methods to gather news and bring awareness in my genre for indigenous uh, issues who, because I can't be everywhere also. And I, I think um, maybe you could talk about this a little bit uh in depth in in rallying the troops to around something that um because i imagine like they have their own platforms too the people that you're working with yeah that yeah definitely everybody so how do you get them to like come over and say okay put it on you know do something for my platform and 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 forgo yours in this case well, it's about collaboration too. Like if they, hmm. we share their stuff, even if we're not a part of it, you know, like we have a calendar on our website that organizations can put their events, even events that we're not covering. We're not touching those events. We'll co-sponsor them. We'll put them on our calendar. You know, we want to build a family. And so it's not really like, you know, I mean, also I'm a socialist. I like to share things, you know, <laughs> like, um, that's where we're coming from that we want to share information and share resources. We're a small community, especially like the leftist activist community. There's not that many of us. I know that we're not like a super prolific or a super large group that, so it really is about building a community and looking out for each other. And it's not always, what can you give to me? Sometimes it's just, what can I give to you? Can I just show up and be an ally for you mm -hmm. and never mention it, you know, and stuff like that. Like, you know, invest in your community if you want them to invest in you. I don't know. I, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I feel that, you know, that's one of the reasons I'm here on Wednesday nights. Right. Like, and, uh, and, and, and doing everything that I can to, to build the, the community, build the bonds and, uh, and, and get it all um, as tightly knit as possible, no matter how big or how small it, it the it actually is as as you put it you know it's not um it's not necessarily going to have the biggest amount of people uh that are gonna that that are gonna stand you know with you on on every topic or any topic really uh but having the people that that do is it's all important right one one is more than zero and that yeah. that is super uh, important, especially when you're when you're talking about topics that might not be the most popular. Uh, I mean, you could say the same thing about those uh, pedophiles that showed up to, to stand with alt right people. Like that's, <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I guess they're going unity, wherever they can go know? to get the support. Like right. more power to them, but uh, no, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, Heather, is there is there anything else you'd like to add about uh, your journey as an activist podcaster? A pod podtivist? Right? <laughs> well, pod I mean, you know, mainly I'll restate my goal again is that if I'm doing it, you can do it too. Like if you're thinking about doing it, just do it. Like the person you're waiting for is you. Um, you know, you've got to get engaged if you want things to change you've got to be the person that sparks that change. And you never know how big your impact is going to be. Like maybe you're not the person out there leading the revolution, but maybe something you say sparks the person that does lead the revolution, you know? Like you have no idea who you're impacting and how much you're impacting. So if you're thinking about doing something, if you, if you want like, oh, somebody needs to make this better, you're that person that needs to make that better. 
and the time is now. The time was five years ago. The best time to plant a tree was 20 <laughs> years ago. The second best time is now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you, you don't know, you know, who's listening. Uh, and, and sometimes it's not so much about going, uh, you know, wide as it is about going deep. And because you, you don't know, like, you, you know, your show might end up being listened to by somebody who has a huge, you know, following. And next thing you know, it, it becomes very lot like, you know, your your words become even larger because they're, you know, put out there by somebody else who has that platform because they are looking for somebody too, because they're people <laughs> last time I checked. Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I think that, that, that's, uh, uh, that's great. I think. Can uh, I plug yeah. a couple of events? I, oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, events, uh, your website, go ahead. Go All right. Enjoy. So, uh, you know, again, our website is New Jersey Revolution Radio. You know, you can find it's www.njrevolutionradio.com. My specific show I put that out every other Monday. It's Wine, Women, and Revolution. And we have two pretty big events coming up at the end of January. Um, January 25th, we're having an art and activism day. Um, you know, we're going to be having artists there. You can come and do some yoga. Uh, we're going to have an R&B artist uh, at the end of the evening. And it's going to be open like 10 hours. Like it's an all day event of just surrounding yourselves with doing art and doing activism and community building. Sounds and like ambition be should be there. Hmm? Sounds like Sounds ambition like should be there. <laughs> I have talked to ambition about being there because we do try it. We last time we had some great spoken word artists at the last one that we did. And then the very next day, the Sunday, the 26th, down in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, I'm having a weed women and wellness event oh, okay. <laughs> talking about, um, you know, women's relationship to the cannabis plant. It's been a very male dominated industry historically. So we're having uh, college professors there who are le um, run a cannabis minor at their college talking about opportunities. We're having some people that are opening dispensaries that are women that are or women of color. Um, who are talking about theirs. And we have people that run CBD, like lotions and uh, yeah. CBD-infused chocolates. And we're going to have a masseuse there giving chair massages and wine sampling. So it's kind of like a fun, like, girls' night out to talk about your our relationship with cannabis. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, well that, that, I mean, that sounds uh, quite involved. That's uh, That's awesome. Yeah, they both both of the events should be a lot of fun and they're both free to attend. You know, we don't we like to have sponsors pay for our events so that we can make sure that the public, no matter what their economic situation is, they can come, they can get some food, they can have get some education, they can have some fun. You know, we try to make it as accessible for people as possible. That that is that is awesome. Um <laughs> so to, uh it's a shame it's not really legal in jersey yet um well we, there's medical patients and we obviously oh, are okay. um, that is... you know there are a lot of people that are medical patients and cbd right. you know cbd is yeah, yeah. illegal you can get that you can buy that at the gas station you know yeah yeah you can <laughs> um but also we are that's one of our other activist causes is trying to get it um decriminalized first so we can stop arresting people for a plant you know <laughs> yeah well philly did that right they decriminalized yeah. it and so and i think new york well. too, right yeah. oh really oh wow so i don't know what jersey's waiting for <laughs> i think and then our um 
our governor said that like the first 90 days it was going to be legalized. Well, I, yep, I think it's yep. been a little longer than nine <laughs> days if I, if I, if I know how the calendar works, <laughs> but I, I haven't kept up on the specifics of it. Um, Anyway, <laughs> I've taken you all over the place. With I, 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 talking about weed. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's one of the great things about having a open format uh, questions and answers and and co-host guest co-hosting show uh, that I definitely didn't don't really get when I have uh, when I when I do the Dreamers podcast. So. <laughs> Uh, real quick, just want to plug, you know, September 24th to 26th, you totally should come to IndiePodCon. Go to IndiePodCon.com slash register, save 10%, use offer code IPP. You can use that same offer code, uh, IndiePodCon.com slash shop. Get yourself some, uh, cool merchandise, uh, hats and stuff, podcasting garb, if you will. Uh, the, the, join our group, IndiePodCon.com slash group. It's you know what's funny is is I, I I'm I do this show in the in the direct opposite way that I do my other podcast streamers podcast where it's like I have one call to action with streamers podcast but here we are I have like twenty no it's not twenty it's like ten, five ten call to actions but I, you know I I, I don't know I, I'm not I'm not really worried about it uh, I know that it's I should have one but. With that said, here's another one. If you want to start a podcast or know somebody that does, I have a ultimate guide I wrote. Uh, it's like a ridiculous amount of words and a whole bunch of podcasts or there's podcast episodes as well as uh, past MapCon talks all baked right into the guide. Excuse me. All baked into the guide. It's totally free. Go to IndiePodCon.com slash SAP. And if you would like to sponsor this show or this conference, go to IndiePodCon.com slash partners. Everybody, I hope you all have a great week. I hope everybody's getting their Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever else that I don't know about shopping uh, done. Or uh, Heather, do you do any shopping and or are you done? Uh, I do do shopping. Um, I'm done for the people I specifically have to buy for. My husband still has a few outstanding relatives he has to buy for, but uh, <laughs> we're mostly done. I'd say we're a good 95% done. Oh, that's that's great. It's only the 11th. It's like it's like Christmas is like forever from now, but it's not. It's it's like two weeks, two weeks from away. Like, yeah, literally two weeks away now. Um, speaking of two weeks away, before we take a two week break, we have a special guest coming up next week on the 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it is Ross Brand. Did you get to meet Ross Ross at uh, MapCon, Heather? Who was Ross? What was his show called? Uh, so he is the live stream universe. <coughs> uh live no, streaming deals.com. He uh he actually does the StreamYard podcast slash live stream feed for StreamYard, uh, which is pretty awesome. And he was just on uh at the Nasdaq uh doing uh being interviewed there uh like I think yesterday. So like he yeah, he is uh turning into a even bigger deal. It is awesome. I'm looking forward to having an a great conversation leading up to Christmas slash New Year's break. Uh, and then we get back into it right after that on the, what was it? The, not the first, uh, it'll be the, the eighth. We will have the venerable Matthew Passy coming on board to the Indie pod podcast. 
everybody i hope you have an amazing amazing week ahead i hope you get all your christmas hanukkah or whatever you got going on shopping done uh and i will see you all next wednesday thank you again heather thanks good night <laughs>